You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, folks, it is a new era in New England as the Patriots and Robert Kraft and uh, Bill Belichick have decided from to amicably part ways with each other today. So we are back here on Six Rings and Football Things. Andy Hart to uh, your left, Mike Cadlick here from WEI.com. And we're switching things up. I don't know how that actually works. He, you're on my left, your left, whatever it works. But we're going live here uh, to react to what just happened down in Foxborough as Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft Took to the podium, didn't take any questions uh, until about two hours later. Robert Kraft did take the podium, answered a few questions about the direction of the franchise. Uh, but here we are. And uh, like I said, it's a new era in New England. So, Andy, uh, your thoughts, and uh, I'll let you kind of drive the ship here, but your thoughts on, you know, today's news uh, out of Foxborough and, you know, where this thing's going moving forward. So you kind of referenced it Um Robert Kraft, I believe he said we mutually parted ways amicably, which seemed he made like- a note to literally be like amicably. And I was like, like, oh, yeah, this is yeah." from the departments of redundancy department. We hey, by the way, this was amicable. We yep. were like I found that interesting. Um, I certainly found the schedule interesting. They called a noon press conference. Then Stacey James, the vice president of media, says, well, these are really going to be verbal statements from Bill and Robert. We won't be taking any questions. Robert will come back later. Um, I also found that interesting that Bill was there, but just for a statement, no questions. Mm-hmm. And it kind of, I think I may have told you this. I watched, or if I didn't, I'll share it with all, the whole class right now. Um, the other night when I came home from the Rich Keefe show, for some reason on my feed was Bill Belichick's uh, press conference when he resigned as the HC of the NYJ. Um, and I, had a C4, so I couldn't fall asleep. So I'm like, oh, I'll just watch this. So it was like, I watched like 20 minutes of it. And I was blown away with how um, affable, open, like he's answering questions. He's like, guys, anything, I'm going to take some time with my family this afternoon, but then tomorrow, if you need me, I'll do one-on-ones with everybody, whether it's internet, magazines. I'm happy. I'm here to help you. That's crazy. And now when there's a mutual amicable parting of the ways, he can't answer a handful of questions. Now, I do. I'll answer my own critique in a way. I do think they are um, tiptoeing through some rules here in terms of um, trades, in terms of contracts, in terms of Rooney rules and the way things may play out. I don't know exactly what's going on um, behind the scenes. Robert even alluded to that at one point 
he kind of said, I, oh, it was in the beginning when he, when he was talking about like not answering questions about the future, basically. Yeah. He's like, something about when we get through what we've been through the last couple days, then we'll be able to talk about that or like, I don't know. It yeah, was he didn't want to. It's almost like he he didn't want to answer any questions about the future because he didn't want to say anything wrong yet. Correct. Like, he I, doesn't want to say, "Well, Gerard Mayo's actually down the hall, and he'll be in here in a couple of days, and you can ask him something right. like that." Um, but from the, I thought the first part, the nooner, um, it felt genuine to me. Even though we're yeah. kind of laughing about it, it felt relatively respectful. I thought both guys were cheery. Um, for for Bill to say I'll always be a patriot, and for Robert to say there goes the greatest coach of all time, like there's kind of um, mutual respect there. They hugged a couple different times, and Robert made the joke he's sick, so I won't kiss him, and and that whole thing. Um, so I kind of, I guess, bought most of it. I don't know how you felt. Did you buy what they were selling? I kind of did, actually. Like I, I don't know. Part of maybe it's maybe it's the fan. I don't know why I asked you? Of course you did. Well, no, hold on. Let me explain it because I, hey, I, I Junior's get. great too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bring Gasicki back. We'll get Kevin Stone in here, and we'll, we'll do the whole thing. We'll do the whole thing all over again. Run it back. No, I um, I kind of did though. I thought that like yeah. I, I I now I get the you know the critique and the thought of like oh well, of course you know you know. Kraft's trying to bundle this up and tie a bow on it, and he's lucky he gets his way here, and maybe there was some conceding on Bill's end. Well, I'll do it this way if I get my money and things. And, and those, right. those conversations definitely happened over the last you know 72 hours or however long it's been. feels like yep. I've been waiting four or five weeks for this at this point. But, uh, no, I, I, yeah, those conversations probably did occur, but I still do think at the end of the day, like, you know, Bill's a historian in the game, and he respects the game, and – if and we've talked about it on this show and we've talked about it on our airwaves and you know everywhere. If if Bill Belichick was the owner of the Patriots, he would have made the same decision Robert Kraft did this week. He might have made it two years ago. Yep. And so I think did he maybe try and go in there and fight for his job? I'm sure of it. But I also think that when it's all said and done and they sort of you know understood what was happening, I think Bill takes a step back and you know calms his head and thinks, okay what's the best decision for me and how I can do this right now is to just take it on the chin. We're parting ways. Appreciate it. We have done this for so long. And again, maybe it's the fan in me. Maybe it's the fact that I saw them up there actually smiling, you know, a couple hours ago down in Foxborough, but it did feel pretty genuine to me that no, they, they understand this is the step that needs to be taken. And it's just, it just kind of feels like time. Now I do think, and I wish, obviously, we all do. Bill answered questions and sort of would have taken a peek behind the curtain a little bit more. But at the end of the day, you were never going to get all your answers. You're never going to get all the answers to everything. So I think they did it as well as they could, you know, for for having this all kind of come about over the last last three days. But really, you know, 7 a.m. until noontime, PR and the Patriots had about you know five hours there to put this thing together. And now it's over. So it did it felt it felt genuine to me uh to, to kind of put a bow on it so to answer uh kenny tasney and david tressel and some of the uh, comments we're getting through here live um bill was definitely sick um mm -hmm. you and i discussed afterwards did he get choked up was that due to the illness i don't know exactly um there was know, a point it, sorry to cut you off but there was a point you know he was definitely sick and Robert said it, but when he was talking about the fans and I rewatched it again, when I was writing it up for the website, there was definitely a time where during that he, 
he kind of had to stop himself saying like it was, you know, on Sundays and parade days. And if you go back and listen to him say parade, that didn't sound like a sick man. That sounded like a, a sad and emotional man up there on stage, which I thought was pretty years. cool to see that. No, of course, I'm not taking it away from him. I'm just saying that I don't think it was the sickness. I do think he was, you know, he was he was touched, if you will. As, as he should. And right. that doesn't mean there's also some negative tones. Jonathan Kraft fired him, made his dad do it. Bill... You know, they they called Robert something shysty villain. I'm not sure that's mm -hmm. offensive or not. I don't know if I even should have said that, but um, I I think Bill wants out. I do think it was actually a mutual decision the okay. the way they did it. But I, I think Bill realized it's just kind of done. Like I'm not going to turn things around here. It's weird. You know, Mayo may or may not have been promised something, a timeline, mm -hmm. and I'm seventy, going to be seventy two. Uh, Robert made me laugh out loud when he um, said in the second press conference um, something to the effect of and success that'll never be seen again, at least not in my lifetime. And I'm thinking, no offense, God, they'd have to squeeze it into like the next 10 years. Like you're well, in, you would think like you wouldn't say that you would think, no, we want to get back to this right now before I'm gone. <laughs> like I want this flip this around, get someone in here. I'm pissed that we're not winning. Like I, I do want to see it again in my lifetime type thing. Well, our lifetime and his lifetime, different lifetimes. Nah, that's fair. And Bill's true. lifetime, as we've learned, football is not an old man's game in the last 24 oh, hours. Saban, Belichick, and Carroll all for now out of jobs, although two out of the three may have jobs at some I point. I think Carroll's going to be back. And I, I do too. Bill will too. I don't think but... he read the press release when he before he went to the podium. <laughs> yeah. Like They're like, you're an advisor and you'll help us. And he's like, I'm still jacked and I'm pumped and I'm ready. And if I don't know what it's going to lead to, but and like he was yeah. like a wrestler frothing to enter the Royal Rumble or something. So, but just to get back to, so I think we both agree there was some genuine emotion. Um, I think we both agree that they probably both think it's time, even if they're not totally sure. I don't know how you can be sure when you've been in a relationship this long. Um, I did find it interesting. And as we delve more into Robert, because he did the q and I did find it interesting. Robert said, you guys know Bill probably as well as I do. And I was like, I don't think that's a good thing if the media yeah. who sees him for 20 minutes, three times a week in a press conference setting. And I'm not saying he's wrong. I'm just saying for him to acknowledge that we know Bill maybe as well as he, um, not great. So the other answer I, from Robert that I found kind of off-putting with, I think it was Greg Bedard who asked like, so, you know, what's it going to take or what, what are you looking for? It was, I, I can't remember exactly how he worded the question, but basically Robert was like, I don't know. He was like, you know better than I do. And I was like, well, aren't you the businessman yeah. that's supposed to be able to bring in the next head coach and know what it takes and know what you're looking for? And he kind of was like, I have no idea. And I thought that was kind of bizarre. I um, If there were one, if I were the PR guy, if I were Jonathan, if I were anyone involved with the Patriots, if there were one Q&A that I would like to remove from everybody's brain, it would be that one. Yeah. He should not be telling us that he's not smart enough to do this. He doesn't know enough to do this. Right especially after some people already think the brains of the organization is the guy he's pushing out the door from the last 25 years. And that's where I wanted to start. I did find it interesting that Robert made a point of saying a, that bill didn't have full power until after the third Super Bowl. I owe Al Michaels an apology because Al Michaels reported that on Thursday night football about a month ago. And I was like, I don't think that's true. I think bill had power when he arrived, Robert confirmed. Al Michaels won, Andy Hart zero. Yeah. No surprise <laughs> there. Al Michaels is a legend. I am me. Um, but I found You're that a legend in your own right. In my own mind, right here. <laughs> there you right go. here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then he made sure to declare after that, 
Bill did have full every draft pick, every decision, every dollar spent he put on Bill, which I know in recent years from basically from Garoppolo on, some people have been like, oh, was that Robert's pick? Did Robert make him trade him? Did Robert do this? Did Robert, you know, force Bill O'Brien on him? Did Robert tell him he couldn't spend on DeAndre Hopkins or whatever? You can believe what you want to believe, and people will regardless probably, but Robert said, nope, Bill Belichick ran my football team, and he spent the money, he made the draft picks, he hired the coaches. This is all on him, what we have over the last few years. So I, I thought that was very um, interesting, telling if you choose to believe it, and also a bit um, aggressive in light of what had taken place two hours earlier when everybody was like hug, kissing and hugging and saying right. it was amicable and happy. So I, I thought that was interesting. Yeah, the other thing uh, I thought was, you know, what this comment? Oh, it's like you got to scroll. Let's I don't read it. I, I'm not great at these things. I don't take part in a lot of these things, but I don't think your comment is supposed to need to be scrolled through to get through. Like, well, I forgot what I was going to say anyway. So we'll go to this comment from Ariana, who says everyone is going to be talking about this for a long time, but let's embrace the next chapter with a smile as we celebrate the legacy of Coach Bill Belichick. Don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. Yeah, wow, it's still tattoo. hard to believe this was the end of an era. But just starting to get into football in 2000 and inching your way into watching the Patriots for half your life with this. Okay, I'm not going to read the whole thing. But Patriots Nation salutes you. We thank you and we wish you well and whatever you may do in the future. I like it. And I think it's, you know, that's the way to look at it here. Because today, Right up until he's announced as the head coach of the New York Jets. Because Robert Kraft alluded to, you know, when I it's going to be hard to see him in a cutoff hoodie on another sideline. Mm -hmm. So... I think it's quite clear Bill Belichick will be on a different sideline next, like twenty this year, twenty twenty four. Yeah, coaching, um, and it's all great and dandy to say like, oh, he's a legend, and don't cry because it's over. Smile that it happened until he's coaching Aaron Rodgers at Gillette Stadium, and the Jets are up forty five to three, and Gerard Mayo doesn't know what to do on the other sideline. Could you imagine? He goes, I read your column this morning. You think, or not? You think, but a fun destination for him would have been the Jets. I, I think it's the because he he clearly has a thing now for Rodgers. He likes yeah. it. Yeah. So Adam Schefter has been saying a couple times today that there is a mystery team out there that has yet to fire their head coach. The Jets. Now, now whether it's Jets. Dallas because Dallas is Jets. in the playoffs, that would make sense. But oh, if it's the Jets, the Jets. if he goes back to the Jets, that would Full be circle. That would circle be awesome. of life. Yeah. That. That would be the answer. Imagine but, uh, that for the second time. Mm -hmm. And this time he doesn't resign. He goes right. in there and he pairs with Rodgers. And, and you, I'm, he can say all he wants, all the right things. And I think he probably appreciates the fans, Robert Kraft, the Patriots, the time here, everything. But he's also um, got an ego. He's vindictive. He holds grudges. And I'm mm -hmm. sure there's a part of him that would like nothing more than to waltz into Gillette Stadium next year, blow the Patriots out on the way to like a 14-3 and season with Aaron Rodgers, young playmakers on offense, a defense with a Super Bowl contender of the Jets. Yep. Plus, I also think geographically, like if he wants to stay, I don't know where his kids are going to end up, first of all, but if he wants to stay His kids are going to follow him. I don't think his – what, I you think, think Steve stays with Gerard if he's here? I kind of think so. Like, I know nothing. I know. Of course. Yeah, yeah. You're just, yeah, yeah. This um, is speculation. This is not, you know, but I think the long-term career interests of Steve and even comfort interests. I know there was a report this week that 
Steve and Brian, and this may be a loose report, so okay. let's. I'm not pretending it was Adam Schefter. I'm going to aggregate this right now for the website. No, we're not away. doing that. Any of those stupid ML football, J <laughs> football, any of you douches. Nope, we're not doing that. Um, that they didn't really want to leave. They didn't really want to okay. move. Like their families are comfortable here. Um, and I do think at some point you need to stand on your own two feet. Like Sham Kyle Shanahan, I believe Cleveland was his first. He left Mike yeah. in Washington, went to Cleveland. Um, hey, I your think dog. That, yeah, you see, he's interested. He's interested in this <laughs> or a card. That's Bo. Hi, Bo. Hi, Bo. <laughs> Good boy. Okay. Anyway. Um, so I, I think it actually might be a good career move for Steve Belichick and Gerard Mayo might like it. I mean, they've worked hand in hand. I think they have a genuinely good relationship. I, if I had to guess the snake in the locker room that was telling people that Gerard was rubbing the people the wrong way, wasn't Steve Belichick. I'm no. guessing maybe I'm yeah, wrong, no, no. but I don't think jo so I think maybe they stay. Then if, if Bill's in New York, it's a quick flight over to Nantucket. I think you can even take a ferry from Long Island to Nantucket. Like, I don't know. I just think the Jets make more sense than people want to give it credit to. I don't. I don't hate it, and he he loves Aaron Rodgers. He, he oh, absolutely. He was, it was it was Salah post game, and then it was Rodgers, and that was it. And then he was out for the final time in Fox. And I told so, you, was this you or or it's probably Fitzy? Probably Fitzy. You know what he said to Salah? I'm coming for your job. I'm coming oh, yeah. for your job. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think yeah, he, had, he whispered he, it. He had the mask on and everything, and he was like yeah, Bane. Villain. Yeah. Right. Or Cartman um, when he was the special, the superhero. I'm over here so, making your job. So I still look. I, I still think the best fit is Los Angeles, and I know it's cross country, and I know he, he's, he's going to Hollywood. Have, look, that team I still Captain think is Herbert? probably the the most ready made. Like Herbert, even more is, than Dallas. No, I know I'm, they I'm don't talking have an open. current opening. Well, you know what? No, because I've I've kind of. I've warmed up to Atlanta too over the last 72 hours. What? Bring a quarterback to Atlanta, and that team is a playoff team next season. If he could have brought a quarterback to New England, we might have been a playoff team. Yeah, but now he, re now he realized no, because the offensive weapons in Atlanta are so much better than they are here. You talk about Drake London, Kyle Pitts, and Bijan Robinson. They actually have an offensive line. Look, if you bring Josh down there, bad call division. your system with, yeah, bad division, you make the postseason next season in Atlanta with Belichick there. So, that's the fit. That and L.A. are the two that make sense to me. I think it was reported today that Washington is probably going to be out on him. Um, so he will coach next year. There's no doubt about it. Now, what I'm curious about is how how soon he starts to put himself into the, the ether and start to interview. Like, are we going to hear tomorrow that Belichick's flying to L.A. to interview? Or is he going to, like, take some time and sit on it? Because there's really no time to waste in the, in the head coaching carousel. Well, just thinking at it from the reverse perspective and the Rooney rules are a, a minefield that teams need to, to work through. Um, I think you, you save, what's that car brand in, in our greater area. That's like shop us last or something. That's their slogan. Uh, we'll always win. Whatever. We don't need to give yeah, them free yeah. advertising. If they want it, they can buy it. But anyway, I've heard your slogan. Uh, yeah. I would shop Bill Belichick last. I would take care of all my normal interviews whether it's a Rooney rule requirement. So I, you know, Brian Flores, Gerard Mayo, a minority candidate, whether it's my guy, Shane Waldron out in Seattle, I would mm -hmm. take care of sort of the, the run of the mill interviews, no offense to those guys, but the, just sort of down here. Sure. And then you interview Bill Belichick and then maybe hire him or don't hire whatever, but I would do him last because once you hire, once you interview Bill Belichick, 
don't the other guys like, oh, well, I'm, I mean, I'm not going to measure up to Bill Belichick. Right, that. right. Probably shouldn't even. Yeah, do that's fair. You're yeah. just kind of using me or whatever. So I, I think he should be the last interview for a lot of places. I am fascinated by it and how this this plays out because I was a little surprised at how open they were in sort of their tone that he is going to be a head coach for another team right. immediately. Um, so I found that interesting. So I did want to circle back around, though, to a couple bullet points. Okay. Um, the, the, so we talked a little bit about the post. He didn't get the full power to post 2000. Then he had full power to do everything. Um, I'm going to disagree with Robert on something. Uh, Robert, I, I, I won't tell him that. And he, he'll probably know. He'll probably find out. He hears a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm with Teddy Bruschi still. I think you should have tried to trade him. I don't think Bill earned the right of freedom. And I don't even necessarily. Yo, hold on. You don't think he earned the right or you don't think that should no. be a thing? Because uh, if if there was a right to be earned in that regard, he definitely well, earned yeah. it. Nobody would earn it in my book. Okay, there you go. That's okay. I, I run the Patriots. I have to look out for the Patriots. I don't have to look out for Bill Belichick. And therefore, no, yeah. I'd be looking to trade him. And I also do wonder, he brought up Tom Brady, Robert Kraft did. If he's like, well, I, I can't do it for one and not the other. You know, had I not done it to right. him, maybe I could. But now I got to respect them equally. So... I'll just agree to disagree. I think if you could get a second round pick for Bill, if you could trade Bill and a second for a one, whatever it was, I think you should have got something for Bill Belichick. Because yeah. there goes the greatest coach in, in history. You just told me that. Well, you're just going to let him walk out the door. You're not even going to try to get something for him? So then it turns into, well, does Bill push back on the next team? Because, oh, well, now my next team has to give up a first or second round pick. Like, And then it then it turns into the pissing match that did that they didn't want. And so that's kind of why I think at the end of the day, you're right. They did it with Brady, but the Brady thing, the Brady thing happened before the last season. Like they went into it before the year and said, okay, we're going to make you a free agent next year, no franchise tag, and then we'll figure it out. So it was kind of like, oh, we did this to you now where they didn't give Belichick the lame duck year that Brady had. So now it's like, well, now how do we do it other than give him this right now? And so again, I, the way Robert explained it was basically kind of, you know, what you said in that he is a businessman and, you know, he has assets and this is my portfolio, but I'm also human. And that's kind of basically what he was trying to say. There was like, you know, I want people to want to work here. And he brought, you know, brought up a couple other things, you know, talking about that, where like at the end of the day, this was the right thing to do. Like basically from a human level and not looking at it from a business here, they did X, they did this for us for this many years. We're gonna treat them like this going out the door. So mm. at the end of the day, and I get it, like I'm I, I agree, and I think Bo agrees too. Um that <laughs> that pop up. Yep. Oh yeah, no, he knows. Uh I, I while I get it, and I would like to have seen them try and grab a pick, at the end of the day, you gotta move on. And if if this was I would rather them, I think I would rather them part amicably than I would grab a third round pick for Belichick and have it be ugly. What about a first round pick? Yeah, get ugly. <laughs> I'll That's how I feel. I'll take a first um, if it's ugly. Yeah. And I also think it's a little bit, now we have a weird thing here because Bill Belichick was previously running the Patriots. Now Robert Kraft has taken full autonomy over running the Patriots again. But I think it kind of flies in the face of like, we want a place where people want to work and we want a place where people feel appreciated, which mm-hmm. I, I think you do want that. 
tell that to Jacoby Myers, who as an undrafted free agent did everything you asked him to do. And then you told him to pound sand or Mm -hmm. Shaq Mason or Logan Mankins. Like you traded those guys sort of unceremoniously. So this, it was a business for a really long time. And again, with Bill running it. So maybe that's Mm -hmm. a little bit of a change of way business is being done. Robert maybe is going to be a little, because he said it, right. I'll always be a sentimental fan or something like that at heart. So maybe that's it. So I disagree with Robert on that. The one thing I do very much agree with him on that he was asked about was this idea that Bill Belichick could uh, give up some of the power in terms of I wanted to get to that too. and come back. And Robert was like, he said a lot, he kind of hemmed and hawed and basically said it just wouldn't work. There's no way it could work. And I could not agree with him more. There's no shot in Hades that could have worked. Yeah, I'm with you. And I think that, I think you said it as soon as it was asked of Bill on, uh, on Monday morning. And he was like, Oh yeah, I'll give it up. If, if that's the best thing for the team. And a, a lot of people took it and ran with it. It was like, Oh, maybe this will happen. But again, that the way, the way Robert said it was perfect. It wouldn't have made sense to keep him, but also give him a demotion. Like right. it just, and then it gets awkward. And one person saying this, the other person saying this, and then there's the infighting about the draft picks and well, who really reports to who do we both report to craft? Do I report to the coach? Does the coach report to me? It would have been a lot worse moving forward if you demoted Bill Belichick instead of just parted ways slash fired him outright. So this was the right way to do it. Now, my question, I don't know if you're going to get to this, but I'll, I'll jump ahead with that, is it seemed like Robert still thinks that the head coach should be involved in personnel and should help out with personnel. So... Because because if there's two people, it can get awkward and there's infighting. So does the next person get full personnel power? Because then he also said that Bill earned it. Yeah. So I, that's where this gets tricky. And what what happens? Is there a GM? Is there just a personnel guy like this? It's going to be fascinating how they how they take the next step here with that. And I had all those thoughts that you did too, because yeah. Robert did kind of. So would it just not work for Bill and this guy, right. or? Is it just not going to work? Somebody has to have full say. Somebody has to have full control. Who has full control? I have questions about that moving forward. Yeah. Certainly with the the, summer, the the sort of speculated rumors. I mean, if Gerard Mayo is going to be the head coach, he's never been a head coach before. Certainly right. has never had personnel power before. Mm-hmm. And if Elliot Wolf is the potential rumored head of whatever, scouting, player oh, yeah, what he is now. I, I don't even yeah, know yeah. where he elevates – who is going to have final say? Who right. you know? Who are they both reporting to? Robert does Gerard Mayo report to Elliot Wolf, who then reports to Robert? Are they both reporting to Jonathan, and none of them report to Robert? I do think right. there are some serious questions about the power structure. And you're right; that answer, if you take Robert's answer just to be specific to Bill and this circumstance, okay, that's I agree with him 100, and that's one thing. Right. But does he believe that on a more general philosophical level now i think we have questions and how does that work and that's why too the power structure moving forward is so fascinating because and robert alluded to it today bill does everything here he he said something basically like that today like it all yep. ran through bill and you don't have that you believe that anymore. do i because people yeah. are pushing back on that obviously we had i mentioned the garoppolo trade where some people thought robert forced it then there was the um, uncharacteristically aggressive offseason with a collaborative approach at the draft process and right. Matt Groh's elevation. Are these guys doing more? And also money. 
Money, it goes back to money where a lot of people say, oh, Robert would never spend. Bill was the face of it, but Robert would never spend. Today, Robert said, no, Bill could spend what he wanted. Bill didn't spend. Bill spent and didn't spend. I guess I'm more so mean that like what's happening right now inside the walls at Patriot Place is going to be in disarray because no matter how collaborative it got over the last three years, it ultimately ran up through Bill Belichick. Right. Like everything from, you know, when, what time can we open the weight room today to what's for lunch to what time's this meeting and when's exit meetings, like all of yeah, that the, structure right the now. The schedule that Trent Brown was bitching about that no one tells anybody anything. Yeah, right. It's all gone now. Nobody is in charge because everything, personnel, training, weight room, like where, who gets what locker, like what, like literally all of that ran through Belichick and, you know, assistants like Bears and like all those guys. And like, now it's gone. And so they have so much actual work to go to do bringing in a guy who is the director of football operations. Like you don't have any of that right now. So it, it, I'm, I'm fascinated as to where they're actually going to turn and who they're going to actually turn to, to start this process, because there was nobody above Bill, and now he's gone. So who do you turn to? And the funny part, just real quick aside, you know, yeah. you mentioned Atlanta, and like you could see Atlanta working. I was talking to somebody about Atlanta and the way um, Arthur Blank sets up his power structures, and there's like 17 bosses. It's like Arthur right. Blank, Rich McKay. There's yeah. a guy below Rich McKay. Then there's another guy below him. Then there's a GM or whatever. And now maybe they'll just blowtorch all of that to get Bill Belichick and say, Bill, you can tell all these guys to pound sand and do what you need right. to do. Um, but it's a very different world than where he's even coming from. So I do think they're going to have to modernize. And I do think there's going to be more. Um, but so people. who comes in to like, who is the point person right now? That's what's that's what's kind of blowing. My Jonathan, mind. you think? I don't know. I'm throwing it out there. Well, yeah, but OK, so if it is. He's never done this before. Well, they've and never needed someone to take like it's almost like they have to do what Josh Harris did in Washington. And and don't go grab Brad Stevens, but like grab an outside someone to to run this thing again because well, they have no one there the, right now. Isn't that the um like the corporate way? Like, oh, this guy is taking over Crocs. He previously ran Coca-Cola, and you're like, what the hell does he know about yeah. shoes if he made soda? <laughs> right. And it's not about the business. It's about right. the management. You know what I mean? Right. So maybe there is somebody like that, that, or even is already existing that takes mm -hmm. on a bigger management role, middle management role, like whatever that is. I don't know. It's going to be because, and because whoever it is, if they have someone in house, they worked for bill before. <laughs> like, right. It, again, it, it, the top of the top of the food chain in Foxborough was bill Belichick. And now that is gone. Like, I just I think about like Gerard Mayo right now or like Mac Jones right now. Like <laughs> any question, I know just someone on the roster. Any question I have, you have no one really has an answer for you because nobody knows. It's like the Wild West. I just saw a comment. Like it's probably just organized chaos in that building right now. And I just find that completely fascinating. Well, I do think for a while you just it you're in limbo. Like mm -hmm. you're right. What time's the weight room open? I don't know. Actually, it's not going to open for a few weeks. Just yeah, everybody right. go on vacation. We got some things we need to yeah, deal with. Yeah, that's fair. It is we'll the off-season. Like now, there was even a report that, I believe Giardi had it, that the assistant coaches have been given the next two weeks off. Yeah. Um, and we're expected to, to return a week from Monday or whatever. Um, 
I wonder if that's a timeline, by the way, of when yeah. things could unfold for some other areas. Um, a lot of Mike Vrabel tweets we're still getting. I, I, I think want people him. are going to be really disappointed. So do I, but I want him. I do too. I'd I hire him in a heartbeat. Yeah. Okay. I'll tell the story again for the second time today. I'll tell it on the Six Ring Rings podcast feed and live feed. Let's hear it. I had a dream about Mike Vrabel last night. He called me and he thanked me for the support <laughs> over the years and he was looking forward to working with me again. <laughs> As what? Just another media member? I don't know. I guess. I don't know. The dreams don't make sense. I don't know why. No, I but I didn't know if you maybe previously in the dream world you had a job under the Patriots or you were just Andy Hart, the reporter. No, I don't think so. I don't All think right. so. I did have a maple whiskey eggnog before bed. That could also play a role in my Vrabel dream. Um, So anything else from either Bill, which there wasn't a a good joke, by the way, that you had to fill me in on the punchline of uh, haven't seen this many cameras since Tebow. That's That's the part. That's that's probably the one last thing I have to mention is that line. Was that like after good for him? And, you know, it shows the human behind the, the Belichick facade that, after three days of probably sleepless nights of him and wondering and worrying maybe isn't the right word, but, you know, a lot going through his mind and hard conversations and leaving people in limbo. And like Mike Giardi also reported, like coaches found out on social media, like he's had a tough 72 hours. And the fact that still in the most important press conference of his life, he walks out there and sees the cameras and thinks back like, Oh, wow. We haven't had this many cameras in here since we signed Tebow. Like that's just hilarious to me. And it just, completely humanized him and i i thought that was a funny way to, for him to go out to start that press conference with that and and i joe thoughts on peters as gm uh he would be my dream gm yeah um sounds like he's going to washington because yeah. it's the the basketball guy they hired their boys from the bay area and oh yeah that's sounds, right sounds like that could be fate to complete him if not if he is available legitimately i would absolutely be interested in him he has patriots ties he has 49ers ties he's part of overseeing one of the best rosters in football right yep. now. Um, and he's part of overseeing a working relationship between uh, Shanahan and Lynch and maybe Thank could you. model his relationship with whoever after that, how they get along and, and go their separate, you know, they made it through the worst mistake in modern draft history. They made it through. They found mm-hmm. a way not only to succeed on the field, but not to, backstab the crap out of each other and blame each other for why Trey Lance was, was trade was drafted, right? right? Like they, they made it through those waters. So I, I think that relationship would be one to model something after. So I would love um, Peters. I don't think he's going to be uh, a real option. No, the um, other one was that Mike Borgonzi, I think is another name who had Patriots ties. He was uh, the, uh, I think he's the assistant to Kansas city's GM. Yeah. Leech. Um, yeah, yeah. 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 Like that's another one. I think he's also interviewing with, uh, Washington too, but we'll, we'll see what goes there, but that's, I, um, it's fine. I'm interested. I mean, I, I don't know what you really base these assistant GMs on. Like you're kind of basing them on the teams. San Francisco, I think is a better team. Yeah. Kansas city is better because they have Patrick Mahomes, right? Or just tell them to draft Mahomes. If he was the guy that wanted Mahomes, then I want yes. him. <laughs> yeah. Bring if, him in. if he's the guy that told them to get rid of Hill and, and, you know, keep some of these other bum receivers that couldn't catch a cold, then I don't really right. want him because we've seen that play out here already in New England. We need better. The other um, one I've seen in the chat twice now is Nick Casario. He basically shot down that he ain't coming back. He said it on sports radio in Houston the other day, and he shouldn't want to come back. No. He's Why built a would he? very good team in Houston that's in the playoffs right now. 
So one year after nailing the hell out of the second and third pick, correct? They went yeah, two, yep. they traded two, for three, they traded up to three. Yeah. So you nailed the hell out of those. You have a rookie of the year and a, and a all rookie Potential coach of the year too. And yeah. Ryan's and you'd leave. Why? Cause guess what? NFL odds tell me you're not going to nail the number three pick two years in a row. You got a better right. chance that you're going to blow it and fall on your face to go to a complete rebuild. And that's a side note. And we're getting a little far afield here, but hell, I got a couple minutes left. All right. That's fine. On the radio. Um, I think this is a, an attractive job as a GM and a coach. I know that there is pressure, mm -hmm. but there is also, I mean, I guess this is debatable, but theoretically there's a stable ownership entity in Robert Kraft, Jonathan Kraft, that is not meddlesome, will let you do your job, helps you, yep. whatever. You have the number three pick in the draft. You are going to have north of $80 million in salary cap space. Isn't that the kind of job where if you if you do what you're supposed to do, you could turn it around within a year or two? Like, For sure. Yeah. I think I mean, that's an attractive job. I think so, too. Like, And now that it's you're cleaning house, not really cleaning house, but you get rid of Bill and whoever is going to come in and be the GM, like, you have, again, the cap space, but if you're sitting at number three and you don't have a quarterback right now, um, as much as I wrote the other day that Matt Jones deserves another chance and whether wherever it is, and that was that was a fun one. But uh, so the point being is that you, you don't have a quarterback, but you have the third pick and you have some capital. You can go trade up to number one if you want, and you're basically going to have that power. And so, again, attractive job, cap space, a defense that's ready-made to win now, and an offense that you got to rebuild, which – that's fun. You go to a draft, draft wide receivers and interview quarterbacks. Like that's the right. fun part of the job. I think it is. I think it's an attractive job. The pressure is the one thing that I would agree. It's tough to fill those shoes. Cam Newton felt it. Mac Jones felt it. Now whoever replaces Bill Belichick is going to have to feel the same thing. But there is a little different feeling now because you're picking third in the draft. You won four games. Right. So, you know, if you win seven, eight games next year, you're trending in the right direction. Normally, that's a horrific season in New England, but next year, and hopefully next year only, that's trending in the right direction if you win right. seven or eight games. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that's interesting. I There was uh, Patrick Jordan said Pioli, Mayo, McDaniels, and Vrabel. I don't think there's any shot in Hades of that actually happening because I don't see a way where you can get – are you shutting your screen off? What the hell are you doing? No, I'm, I'm, I had to plug my laptop in and my other monitor – is my flashlight. And so now the uh, other monitor is out and I'm plugging in and we got to get out of here. <laughs> okay. Um, no, we're good. If, we're good. If you wanted to hire Vrabel, I don't see any way Mayo is still here. Cause I think he thinks he's the head coach in waiting. So if you hired Vrabel, I think Mayo's gone and pissed. Um, yeah. Pioli. I'm not sure I want Pioli back. I'm not sure he makes sense. McDaniels, you noted McDaniels was in the house today. He was. What do you make of that? I think he was probably just in the area. He was here for the game. He figured he's still here, and, well, these were the people that made, gave me my job, and I got nothing else to do, so I might as well go check out the press conference. I don't think that's – house here, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think he could. He's only, he was yeah, only gone his, a year and a his half. His kids grew up here and everything. Yeah. I'm sure they didn't – it's not like he's not wealthy. So, yeah, I right. think that's probably what that case was, was that he was around, and Bill Belichick gave him, his, gave him his thing, so I might as well go listen to him talk. Since you were the one taking attendance, because uh, you're the official attendance taker yes. at WEEI.com, you're used to it from practice. Uh, was Gerard Mayo there? He was not. Interesting. Demarcus Covington was, though. I saw him. And Mike I Pellegrino. Saw, I saw Mike Pellegrino. He will actually be on Bill Belichick's PLL coaching staff when he transitions yeah. to professional lacrosse. Right. Um, yeah, I just I was interested a little bit with who was there, who wasn't there. Are there like animals flying over your head? Why do you keep looking up? <laughs> 
No, I'm just stretching my neck. Oh, you're like, you're making me nervous. Like you see something. No, I'm you. just, I'm, I'm taking it all in. This has been a, again, I went, I'm training for a marathon, Andy. And I leave my house this morning at seven o'clock with my fiance to go for our five mile run. It was two, two miles easy. And then like three minutes on some sort of interval thing. And we get right out our street. And then all of a sudden I'm running and my watch buzzes and I see it's Schefter and I go, Bye. I got to go. Bill's gone. And she's like, what? I was like, yeah, Belichick's gone. And I ran back to the house and she finished the run. And so now it's been a long one since 7 a.m. So that's why I'm stretching my neck and unplugging my laptop and this whole thing. So it's been a long day. Um, Quick side note. Did I know you were doing a marathon? You didn't tell me. I don't know. Probably it's not. hurtful. It's hurtful. It's hurtful. You know, we'll get together. We'll have pickle pizza and we'll talk about running one day, me and you. Yeah. I'm the Providence mar- Marathon. Old- I'm an old marathoner from back in the day. I like marathons. When's the last you know time you I ran was... a marathon? Uh, I told you back in the day, uh, 2014. Oh, that's not that far away. Um, but I was rubbing elbows at the Belichick press conference to bring this full circle. Uh, old friend who works with the Patriots. I was like, hey, how are you? Blah, 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 blah. And he introduced me to the person sitting next to him who was, I believe he introduced himself, forgot his name already, but um, I believe he introduced himself as the CEO of John Hancock, the longtime presenting sponsor of the Boston Marathon. Wow. They were on everything, and we talked marathon for a little bit before oh, the Belichick press conference. Huh. Yeah, so, I'm running uh, the Providence Marathon on May 5th. Look at you. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Um, yeah, but you'll be fine. Yeah, we'll so, bounce. We, we gotta as long as you don't get hurt, you'll be fine. No. Yeah, that's so. that's the only issue. And so, it's long great- story short, yeah, that how did we get there? I'm not looking at things. I'm just I am all over the place right now. Well okay, well, are, guess but- what? I think you mirror Patriot Nation because people don't know what to feel, how to feel. I think there are some people that are very happy. I think there are some people that are very upset. I think there's a lot of people in the middle that aren't sure how they're supposed to feel. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, we've kind of stunk and it's kind of been boring. And I don't. I think we needed a change. And he's old. But sometimes the devil you know is better than the devil you don't know. And all of that uncertainty that goes with it. And I said this to Fitzy. I'm going to keep using this because people told me it was a good comparison. Um, It's like getting kicked in the nuts. We all knew this was coming. And yet it feels weird. It's shocking. It's painful. Just like if I tell you I'm going to kick you in the nuts and tell you to prepare for a nut kick, you're still going to be rolling around in agony when I kick you in the nuts. And you're still going to be like, what the hell was that? Why would you do that? It's like, no, I told you this was going to happen. I told you it was happening. Right. Yep. No, I like that. That's pretty good. Someone in the chat says we should bring in Fitzy to be the next head coach. That is the dumbest of dumb ideas (laughs) I've ever heard in the dumbest idea list. Fitzy doesn't know anything about football except saying go Pats. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Fitzy. I'm just yeah, we kidding. Know. Yeah, it's good. We're, we're using his restream and his channels here. I think we're on his Facebook right now. So uh, oh, sorry you're not listening to Fitzy. You're just listening to me and Andy talk about it. But uh, uh, happy Thursday. Happy uh, happy Patriots. A change of an era day here uh, in Foxborough, in New England, and across uh, really the entire the entire NFL world. It's, uh, oh, it's globally turned – yeah, global. Belichick, I think I say Belichick. global. I think Belichick said no. today, international. There are international right. Patriots fans. What did he say? The arm of Patriot Nation has yeah. a massive reach or something. He learned that it's international. And-, and then he said, you know, we learned that in Germany this year. And I thought that was funny because that was when the, the Crafts decided to fire him was when they right. were in Germany. Would have been funny. He's like, remember that pass Mac threw? Boy, that was ugly. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> German <laughs> fans. He just runs away. <laughs> but yeah, I... It is. It's and and to to think it happened with the three. I still go back to. I haven't quite quite grasped that Pete Carroll, Nick Saban, and Bill yeah. Belichick at the very least are going to be in new jobs next year. I do mm-hmm. think. Seems like Saban is probably retiring. 
Um, but so was Urban Meyer. Like if they, if someone else a bag and he he takes off six months and is like, oh no, I kind of miss it. I want to go back. That wouldn't be surprising either. Maybe. I, well, and I do think business drove um, Saban out. The business mm -hmm. of NIL and and modern college football stuff. I think yeah. may have driven him out. So maybe he'll go back to the pros now. Like, hey, if I have to deal with free agency, I might as well actually deal with real free agency and and the system in place in the NFL. So let's start that rumor. Nick Saban, Bill Belichick, and Pete Carroll will all be coaching in the National Football League next year. No. Uh, Carroll goes to Bama. Saban comes work. here. And Bill goes to Seattle. Oh, Just a triangle across the country. I don't know if I – I like that for Alabama. I think Pete Carroll's energy would be fun in a college yeah. environment for a couple of years. Um, I don't really – I was thinking we were going to have Gerard Mayo, who actually answers questions. I don't want Saban. To... I'm only kidding. That's Saban. We need someone young. We need to reset. Would you say he's mean? He's mean. Yeah, but so is Bill. We dealt with it. Yeah, but I think Saban's even worse. Remember the, the reports when he was in Miami? People were told not to look him in the eye if you passed yeah. him in the hallway. Yeah. Like. You're just a man. Just because yeah, you're good right. at coaching football, I can look you in the eye, a-hole. Yeah. No, that's fair. But Okay. Uh, it's fascinating. All right. We're closing it out. Since I hosted, do I have to close it out, too? Since you gave Absolutely. me that, that role? You need, right, the well, you need the do, reps. You need Let's the reps. Let's go. We need the reps, even after a long, what is it, going on an eight-hour day here, which is really just a long I was going to say. Anyway. Some bricklayer was like, I'm yeah. an hour 10 <laughs> laying bricks, douchebag. It's four o'clock and I'm sitting here complaining, looking at the things and my laptop's dead and I got no idea because I didn't get my run in. It's all chaos right now. But uh, if you still want to tune into Patriots coverage, listen to Andy on the Rich Keep show tonight on WEEI. Go tune into that. We'll have you covered here every single day moving forward, pretty much on Six Rings and Football Things feed and at WEEI.com. For all the latest Patriots, Gerard Mayo, Bill Belichick, Mike Vrabel, all the rumors and reports. We got it all over there, so make sure you follow along on Twitter with at Jumbo Heart, at Mike Cadlick. Rate, review, subscribe to Six Rings and Football Things, and we will be back soon. Thanks for everybody who's listening live, and thanks to everybody who downloads and tunes in. So uh, thanks for watching, and I guess I'll use a saying from Fitzy to end this thing off. Go Pats. See ya. Nice.